Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of wrestling. I am your host for the evening. I am, of course, the five-star man, Asa Gray. And joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How are you doing tonight, Dalton? Uh, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Happy to not be outside right now. Because we are in Missouri, where there's an ice storm happening. Which apparently, like, 40% of the country has is getting hit by this like same storm so yeah uh but yeah we are we we still got power we still got heat uh thankfully both of our jobs called us out so like we yeah. don't have to try to like risk the roads um yeah. hopefully if you were listening to this and you were being affected by it as well or you have been affected by it you are also staying warm and safe so uh don't go out because roads are bad it, it, roads covered in ice and sleet and like because it sleeted here pretty much all of yesterday after start, about start, four starting about around four. noon starting around noon uh it started it was raining and then it moved into like sleet and freezing rain it really picked up around four uh our my office called us out they told us we could leave at one and then it just kept going overnight, and then it seems like it started to snow about a couple hours ago, after just kind of slowing down a little bit, but never really stopping fully. Yeah, um, and I think we're going to get this till about 4 o'clock in the morning, I think is what I was reading, or seeing on my yeah. phone. So, like, we're going to we're gonna get hit. I don't think it's going to be as bad as last year, though, because, like, mm-hmm. last year we got this same thing, although we got it worse, and then it didn't... Like, we didn't have a day that broke the temperature until, like, two weeks later. Because I remember I was off work for about a week and a half solid. Yeah. Um, I think Sunday we're supposed to get the 39, so I think we're going to... It won't be entirely clear. I think my work will be off one more day. I think we'll probably be off Monday. But, um, besides oh, I'm thinking that, I might have to... I have to go in on Saturday morning for a thing, and I'm willing to bet they're not going to call us off for that, but... Yeah. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, if you're listening to this and you've been affected by it, I uh, hope you're staying safe. Hope you're keeping warm uh, and be careful. Um, but yeah, a little bit of setup before we get into the Royal Rumble review. <laughs> uh, and then a whole lot happened this week on top of it. So, um, of course, though, our interview with Greg Miller from Kind of Funny, uh, that went up on the podcast feed last night. Uh, so if you weren't able to catch it live on the Kind of Funny Games Twitch you can check out the interview. It was a ton of fun. I think it went really, really well uh, because I have the crazy brain. There's a couple things that I am not like, I'm disappointed in. And it's all entirely like on my end. Uh, Greg was amazing. We got to talk to Joey in the waiting room beforehand. She was a delight. Um, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. And hopefully you check it out because Greg is a huge wrestling fan. And I learned a bunch of cool stuff about him and his fandom. So I was, I was really bummed out because I was going to make this an R show exclusive moment where I was going to like shit on you for giving me a computer that forced restarted. And then you did it in front of him. Cause I was going to be like, all right. And if you watch it, I want you to know whenever I took blame, it wasn't me. I mean, it it's w- in the, it's in the, uh, it's actual- in the audio podcast. Cause everything was recorded. And yeah. also if you go to, uh, youtube.com slash kind of funny plays that entire five hour, whatever it was, uh, stream, is available so if you want to watch the video version you can and you can see like for a couple minutes the screen get distorted because my window because yeah the the laptop i gave to dalton because uh apple doesn't think that ethernet cables are required 
not just uh, I bought I bought one of the so. I bought uh, one of the not as equipped laptops because I thought I was good, and then we wanted to make sure we were good, which I was totally on board with. And then just of course it's the one thing of just like I've never had this computer shit out in the middle of a podcast, mm-hmm. but I've like I've had to restart a few times and like tried to mess with stuff to get it to work, but I've never had it just straight up die on me. Yeah. But and, uh, we we wanted to make sure, and it was the only time I've ever had a computer just in the middle of a live stream go. Nope, you're not. You're you're done. You're done. Yes, and the and the, the most annoying part of that, and I don't think I told you this, is I updated it before I gave it to you. <laughs> like I it I ran the update that was available. So, uh, but yeah, um, but no, it was a fun interview. It was a ton of fun. So if you didn't get to catch it live, you can either check it out as the audio feed on our uh, RSS feed on the podcast here, or like I said, you can catch the video and the, like you can check out carlos from nerd a day uh talking about superman uh untitled movie podcast uh if i grow up um and i'm forgetting the video game ones that they did i feel bad but uh you can check out all those other shows because all those other shows were really entertaining as well a bunch of good podcasts you can check out so um but yeah that's uh at the kind of funny plays youtube channel because they have kind of funny kind of funny games and then kind of funny plays is where they take all their daily streams and upload those there um, and then actually I'm going to tie this into housekeeping just because, or the, the, the setup just because, um, WrestleMax and Glory Pro have shows this weekend. As of right now, I don't know what the weather is looking like up in St. Louis. Uh, I don't know if these shows are going to get postponed or delayed or canceled or what. Um, but as of 6.30 PM Thursday, February 3rd. Uh, WrestleMax episode seven is going to be on Saturday and then glory pro is going to be on Sunday. If you are in the area and you feel comfortable getting out and about, um, please be careful. But also, uh, you know, there's, there's some entertainment to be had if you've been cooped up in the house for a couple days. Yeah. Um, and then also WrestleMax is going to take a brief break, uh, after this show before they come back later in the year. Uh, but they are going to have the first seven episodes, uh, up available on somewhere they haven't announced where yet um but you can hear me do commentary uh with rob leach on a couple of those episodes as well so we will of course plug that whenever we get more details from them. yeah uh and then stride for wrestling this saturday i believe also has a show as of right now but the way that uh the roads are looking i'm not sure because i've been getting snapchats from well i know what it looks out outside my window yeah. and i know what it looks like outside of some other people's windows near the show and Oh, oh, rough, rough. Like I said, uh, card subject to change. I don't know what the show subject to cancellation version of that is, but, uh, just as a, uh, as a heads up, because I like all of those people involved. So, uh, but getting into the big story, well, not the big story of the week necessarily, but the big topic, the main thing that we're going to talk about, uh, the Royal Rumble was this past saturday and uh it sure was meg i want like, somebody it's... to i want somebody to go back and listen to last week's episode and listen to me talk about how like oh this is gonna be a good restart for me i haven't really watched in a couple months this will be like it's a good time for me to get back into it because they always pull out all the stops for the royal rumble um i really want somebody to get that audio clip um, I wish we did video so you could do that and then do the smash cut. It's always sunny. They did not pull out everything for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> God. Oh no, Biggie, Biggie and Bianca Belair. It's their time to shine. Ugh. Um, 
Yeah, past us. So hopeful. So young. Uh, but running down the card real quick. Uh, match number one starting off starting off the strongest, and then it felt like it was really just kind of a a steady decline throughout the rest of the night. Uh, as first match for the Universal Championship saw Seth freaking Rollins defeat Roman Reigns by disqualification. Um, it was I, a good match. I dug it. I loved this match. I, I know you hated the finish, but um, I'm going to disagree with you only on one point. Um, so from Roman coming out to then Seth coming out to the shield music through the crowd, wearing the shield gear, loved that. Uh, it was it was so good. And the match itself was great, even though it was very much like heel versus heel and you know we'll get into a little bit more of that with two more of the title matches um i i dug this this was a ton of fun they work incredibly well together the match itself was great uh i know you didn't like the dq finish and to a point neither did i but roman saying he won't let me let him go so good like that is some serial killer like i mm. And again, it's I just didn't appreciate if we get into AEW at all, it's going to be the same thing that like it was a, like the CM Punk MJF match from this week. Um, great match. Little little to nothing to complain about it. Didn't like the finish, though. Mm-hmm. I don't like and not saying that Roman had to lose. He obviously I mean, it was too big of a like, I don't think that was the moment for Roman to lose. Uh, but just the I don't know. It was it was really cute. It was a really cute finish, and I wasn't a big fan of how cute the finish was. Like, the ref drops his hand, and it falls on the rope, and then he's like, it counts, even though that's not how that fucking works. Like, it didn't hit the th- mat. I, that's not how that works, Asa. In, in fair, it, so, it hit the rope before it would have hit the mat. It hit the rope before it even, like, because they do the, the, it's, you know, anytime it's they the do Hogan like, the Hogan spot. spot. It's, yeah. yeah. Where it, it, even if the hand just drops and it starts, you know, it stops a centimeter from the mat. Yes. Nope, it, it doesn't count. So it yeah. didn't hit the mat. Granted, and... and but then in, can, I, can I argue something then? Re- real quick, just one last All point. Right. He grabbed the rope. There was, there was a grab. It wasn't like it was just like draped over and he was limp. Okay. Like he, di- he did grab onto it. So that shows a little bit of like... You, you know, a little bit of energy, a little bit of lifeblood there. Yeah. So that is that's the only th- that's the only thing that I will point out. But again, I want it on record. I'm not arguing with you. I also th- the reason that I didn't like it as a intentional DQ is because it would make sense if there was going to be another match. Like if it was supposed to be Rollins Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah. Then we needed this, that. Yeah. This is fine. But the fact that we know there's not going to be a follow up at least anytime soon, that's what is really kind of that last little man that mm, gross. Yeah. Um, but if we're going to say it didn't touch the mat, then that ref should not have been dropping Rollins hand over the rope. No, absolutely that's, not. that seems a little negligent. Was it Charles Robinson? I feel like it was Charles Robinson. Um, I don't remember. I feel like that was a little negligent on the ref's part to drop his hand conveniently over the rope. Um, 
that being said, if he would have worked his way to the rope and would have gotten it, I and then like the whole he won't let me go. He like I'd have been like, I mean, I don't like that finish as much, but it was at least cool. Whereas like the ref actually put Rollins' hand on the rope. Like yeah, he did grab it once his hand was there, but it it was it was cute. It was I cute. think it was a powerful moment of Rollins scratching and clawing and making it his way to the ropes, and then Roman being the coward, refusing to let go. Uh, anyway, moving on. That, but like I said, that was my favorite match of the night. That I think, I don't think that's a hot take by any stretch of the imagination there. But the next matchup was the thirty-woman Royal Rumble match for a chance at the women's championship of her choice at WrestleMania. And <sighs> I really liked this match. It, so this was way better than the men's rumble match. When I, when I say that it start, the show started strong and then just kind of progressively got worse from there. Um, it, there, there was a lot of really cool things in this match and it, and it was a solid overall like Royal rumble match, but the winner being Ronda Rousey is a real, real black eye to yeah. this. It, and so, it really like retroactively kind of makes me like the match less, even though this match included Summer Rae sprinting to the ring, screaming, fuck you to Natalia. Yeah, that was pretty baller. <laughs> like, um, that was great. Um, I don't remember who... Oh, okay. So I, I only did notes for like the first two matches and I forgot I was supposed to do notes for every match. So here's my... Uh, and I think I can justify everything I said. Or typed out. Hey, Melina return was fun. How can Michelle McCool be so botchy in 60 seconds or less? Fucking Ivory. Oh, shocked with the impact thing. That was cool. Uh, Rhea called... Nikki A.S.H. a twat. I don't know if you caught that she called her a twat on the microphone, but Sadie and I lost our minds for that. Sarah Logan, that was neat. And then I fucking called it with Molly Holly. Um, You called it? Fuck you. I mean, I called that she was going to be Molly Holly there. No, I called I called that Molly Holly was going to be the thing. You called it as Mighty Molly. Okay, I, called so- the, I called the Mighty Molly Nikki A.S.H. thing. We half called it, okay? But I was, I could tell you weren't a fan of me just reading my notes until Rhea called her a twat and then you popped. I'm really happy that's what got you there. I didn't, because I did not hear that. Um, yeah, you'll have to go back because it was whenever when she showed up and then Rhea got a hold of it. Like, it was right before Rhea got a hold of her. And it was, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, come on. You're Australian. You say the C word for fun. Do it. Do it. And then it was twat. And I was like, honestly, no, that's, just as happy with it. That's kind of the, that's kind of the PG version of the C word to Australians. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like that's the one that they throw out on like their version of Sesame Street. It's what what I'm assuming um, is is that Rhea, in my headcanon is Rhea said that on a house show one time and somebody pulled her aside and was like, "Dude, you can't do that." Can I say twat? D- fine, if you have to say something, if you have to say something. You've gotta you, you've gotta say. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> so Sasha Banks starts it. Amazing Sailor Moon gear. I know that made Shannon happy. Because yeah. when I sent him a message, it's like, hey, you're about to get tagged in, like, a hundred different things. And he he's, he responded with, it's about time. <laughs> the Melina coming out was cool. It was a bummer that she was gone, like, less than a minute later. I think that the rumor had it that she was supposed to do more, but then slipped. 
like on the oh, spot. Right. That's one of the okay. things I saw. But it's also it's a rumor for the Royal Rumble. So it's either that she slipped and there was supposed to be more, because the camera like you can kind of tell whenever they're like fuck because they like did some weird camera cuts. Mm-hmm. And Melina like started taunting Sasha after she got eliminated, and they camera cut it right away. And I was like, that's when I was like, I don't think she was supposed to be eliminated yet because they were like what do what do now sasha has to stand out go ahead and cue that 20 or 10 seconds right now because mm-hmm. there's nobody in the ring <laughs> which i mean and i mean which granted then you know tamina comes in kelly kelly comes in it's i'm not we're not going to go through individual person by person yeah but it they i mean they covered it well like it seemed to make sense uh, if it was an accident which yeah. i kind of on the one hand, like that would suck, but on the other hand, I kind of hope it was just so they didn't book Melina to just immediately get eliminated. Let's see, uh, Sonya Deville coming out. Do after so? Did you watch the pre-show at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch Booker T just completely fail to understand the story that WWE has actively been telling with Sonya Deville for the last like since she came back as an authority figure? Oh yeah, real hard. Also. Um, Jerry Lawler stooged to the finish of the of uh, the Royal Rumble. Did he? Yeah, I'll explain it when we get there. But uh, he made an oopsie that I caught, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> because it was an oopsie that I accidentally made last week, and you had to correct me. <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, so she comes out wearing her jacket, so she's an authority figure. She's not an active competitor. Yeah. So she comes out, she sits down at commentary. Uh, I think. It's not right away. I think there's one or two people. Uh, actually, I can look because I have the list up here. Yeah, so Natalia's the next one out. But then the next person out is Cameron, former Funkadactyl. She comes out and then in what was equally hilarious but also like made her look really bad was Sonya Deville apparently having no idea that Cameron and Naomi were friends or knew each other at all. We all forgot because, about Cameron. It's fine. No, we didn't. We it's the commentary immediately is like, oh, they know exactly who she is and who she debuted alongside. <laughs> and, and so Sonia De, Sonia Deville. Wait, so she's Naomi's friend. So like, if something bad happened to her, Naomi would be upset. Brb, and that's when she enters the match. Takes the jacket off. I will takes say. Out, takes out cameron and then naomi is the next person out uh so they get to they they get to have their fight which that's the story between naomi and sonia has it started off really well done but i think it's been going too long yeah so i'm really hoping that this kind of was the i i really hope that this was kind of the the swan song for that yeah i am really bummed out that i brought cameron back for that um because she Naomi was right after her and it's one of those where I'm like you could have given us something like they could have hit a double team move on somebody or something and I get that camera was never the best in the ring but she would have been good fine enough to be in there for two minutes and then double team move on Sonya and then her get shit canned by somebody like mm-hmm. I was bummed out by that um yeah I don't it was know. A cool, I... it was it was a cool return it was one that I did not see coming and it was one they didn't announce because yeah. looking again, looking so looking at the final total, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, 
15 of the 30 entrants were full-time assigned to a brand superstars. Yeah. 16 if you want to count uh, Sonya Deville. Even though, because she's she appears on both shows, and she so I'll I'll, act, I'll give it I'll give you sixteen I'll give you sixteen but fourteen guest appearances, just because and not a single soul represented in either Rumble from NXT or NXT UK, so take that for what you will. But I think that's kind of an interesting statistic. The you mentioned my other favorite part of the Rumble uh, of which was Ivory coming out. Being picked up, cutting a promo the entire time, being also while going over the top rope. Yeah, being eliminated while cutting a promo the entire time. Also, and Ivory, sixty years old, and you wouldn't think it. No, some of that was a tweet that happened, and I was which, like, "Holy hell!" Which granted, like she didn't. It's not she didn't do a ton. Like she, it's not like she went out there and actually competed, but she still looks great. Yeah. Uh, so that that was that was super cool. Uh, Mickey James came out. She got her hardcore country music. That she was cool. Got to, she got to bring out the Impact Championship. Her lower third had the uh, Impact Knockouts Champion on it. She didn't really do a whole lot. Like, I think she got yeah she got one elimination, which is fine more than other people did in the match. Uh, she eliminated Michelle McCool. And then she ultimately got eliminated by Lita, who didn't win for reasons because, of course, the big the big story coming out of it is that Ronda Rousey came out to made her return to WWE and won the the Royal Rumble, which I think would have been the perfect time for them to have Asuka come out and re-debut yeah. just 30 seconds after it happened. But um, <laughs> uh also, really fun, uh, cool, fun fact because Sade and I were having a conversation about her having a kid. She had her kid back in September. Yeah, she's like four months postpartum. Yeah, like, uh, so it's one of those where, like, I, I wish it was somebody else, but honestly, cool. Like, that's impressive. That's a feat. Uh, yeah, but you know, just uh, you can stay away. Uh, the, the the highlight of the highlight of Ronda Rousey in the Royal Rumble was Shayna Baszler coming out and then being just like giddily attacking people except yeah. only one of them looked like they belonged in that <laughs> spoiler alert it was Shayna. that's uh, somebody that that's somebody they've dropped the ball on a really hard yeah but like i mean right so she, no, had the promo they, she had the promo exchange with charlotte the week the the smackdown leading into the the royal rumble and now i am convinced that they are going to pair them on television to strictly have Charlotte beat Shayna in the lead up to WrestleMania. There is an outside chance that I like in, in this, maybe it'll happen. Well, in maybe not at the Saudi show, but between now and mania, I bet Sha- uh, Shayna and Ronda Rousey win the tag titles. I'd be, and I'd be there for it. I, that would, be, that would be cool. She just, it, Ronda, she's bad. Like, she's not good. Like, you can go and look at... You can look at her appearance in the Rumble. She did not look good. Yeah. Like, especially when you consider Bad Bunny showing up. Like, you have a singer who looks way better at everything he does than an actual, like, you know, baddest woman on the planet. We gotta say that 80 million times. Baddest woman on the planet. 
Oh, I'm done. Uh, next match, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. She retained the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I didn't hate this match. I no, think it the was, finish was cool. I liked I did, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The it was it wasn't a bad match by any stretch, but it didn't really stand out. And I and ultimately to me, it was hurt that again it's a heel versus heel matchup. Yeah, uh, I did like the whole thing of whatever I was explaining to Sadie. I was like, so the story is is how can Becky Lynch hit, Lynch hit the manhandle drop because she doesn't have another finisher that involves not picking somebody up, and she went to it one time. She went mm-hmm. to that disarmer one time. And I was like, oh, they're doing the best of what they got on this. But man, that was a really dumb angle to play. Whenever you have somebody who's like literally got to the women's championship before with a arm bar. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, it makes it, sense now that Ronda's back and don't use the disarmer anymore. So that way Ronda can have sole property of an arm bar. But like... Ugh. Oh uh, no! Let's it's, take one of the most let's take one of the most over acts we have and water it down so we don't so Ronda feels special. Again, Gross. if it was if it was just the rock bottom and they didn't call it the manhandle slam because that's not even how that move works. Um, like well, Becky could get that over that move. Unfortunately, they gave it a really dumb name right away. Like ah, it could have worked, and I mean it's working. She's still using it. So I what I, what do I know? But yeah, I don't, it's. It it is what it is. Here we are. The next matchup with so when I said it started high, went low. This is the this is the roller coaster where it shoots back up a little bit. Bobby Lashley defeats Brock Lesnar to win the WWE Championship. I loved this match. Like this <laughs> yep. was a ton of this was a ton of fun. Lashley hitting the German on Brock and Brock immediately just being like, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Like, here we go. This is fun. Uh, I dug that. And then, of course, it ends, though, with ref bump. Roman Reigns takes out Brock, uh, gets the WWE Championship. Heyman hands it to him. Reigns bashes Brock over the head with the title, gets the and Lashley is able to get the win. Heyman leaves with Reigns. It is unclear yet if that was a long-term setup or a in the moment change of heart by Heyman. Either way, I am kind of... That is the most interesting part of this to me, is where does Heyman... Like, was this a long-term thing? Was this just, no, Roman is so in Heyman's head, like a parasite that he can get Heyman to turn on Lesnar that quickly? Yeah. Uh, even after, you know, taking the Superman punch. Which way? And, which Which way would you suggest it? Like what, what? What way would make you happier? Last second change of heart, or Roman and Heyman have been planning this all along. I mean, either way has their merits. Like, I don't know if one is necessarily better than the other. I do kind of like the idea of if it is a change of heart, where, like where he did, you know, he fa- he did what he did. Because he was genuinely trying to protect Roman from Lesnar. Not like a, oh no, Lesnar's always been my guy type deal. But he was so genuinely worried for Reigns' uh, championship that he was like, no, no, no. I am trying to protect you from him. I like that because then it really was that Heyman never had a change of heart. He just loves Roman so much that he will take that punch. And still do what he can to get back in his good graces. I think that's interesting. 
you could, of course, then have, no, no, this was all a setup. You know, we were, we knew Lesnar was coming back. Lesnar told Heyman, Heyman, Lesnar tried to recruit Heyman back to him. And Heyman is fully behind Reigns, and it was all a big setup. Um, or even just like, no, Reigns fired Heyman, and Heyman was with Brock, and then there in that moment, Reigns is like, no, come back. And Heyman's got the Stockholm Syndrome a little bit, and goes back to the Tribal Chief. I think they're all interesting places you can go with it. Are they going to even acknowledge the fact that there was a betrayal? Who knows? What is, about you? Is, is there one that you is there one that you're wanting to see? I want it to of? be the I want it to be the long con. Oh, where they it was all a, it, it was, was all planned the, the whole time. The, the whole thing just being like, hey, good job. Uh, I want Heyman to be like, good job not hitting me full force. Yeah, like we thanks made, for thanks for pulling that punch. We made it look good. Yeah, we 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 got you. We we had him in the palm of our hands, my tribal chief. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of really interesting ways you can go with it. That yeah. said. What it led to was very disappointing. Yeah, and this is... Uh, oh, actually, we missed a match. Let's get that middle match in there. Uh, we missed the mixed tag. Uh, no, it happened. It was It was after this. Oh, I thought we were going straight to the Rumble. Sorry. No, no, no. Okay, my bad. No, it, it was it was this match and then the, the It Couple versus the Grit Couple. I which, hate that part. Yep. That, that was... We never- we never have to hear that again. Sweet. That said, I, I did... loved all of this except for that. Uh, yeah, that that was a, a, a rough spot in it. Um, we got to see, but yeah, Miz and Maurice taking on Edge and Beth Phoenix. We got to see Maurice hit a Hurricane Rana from the second rope. That was cool. Uh, the my favorite this. This is probably, even though I, I, I talked about how much I loved Reigns talking crap on, you know, the, the whole I, he won't let me let him go thing. I think this is probably my favorite finish of the night because it easily could have been just two spears like Edge, Edge spearing Miz, Phoenix spearing Maurice. But instead, the fact that we got the dueling glam slams. That was cool. That was super cool. I, I don't know why, but that made me happy. Uh, the best part of this match to me was the second rope Hurricane Rana. Which, which, real quick, because they actually did hit the two spears. I'm now uh catching up. They did hit the two spears, but that wasn't the finish. The finish being the glam slams. Yeah. Like, making that move, you know, putting that move over more than the the spear. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. My favorite part of the match was whenever Maurice hit that second rope rope Hurricane Rana. The look Mm -hmm. on her face of just utter shock that it worked. Yeah. Like, because then I think she hit something else right after it too, and I was like, it's almost like she's never wrestled before. It's almost like for once it finally worked, and she's so like amazed that it finally worked. Did she hit it off the top rope? I think it was second. I think it was second. I don't remember. I feel because I'm, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia recap just to like see if there was any big thing that I missed. They brought in the brick in the purse again, um, but this says. Uh, for a near fall, managed to perform a hurricane run on edge from the top rope. So maybe that's what it was. Cause it, it wasn't on Phoenix. It was on edge. Cause that, that I do remember now that it wasn't, it was on edge. Uh, but either way, I don't know if her, cause I remember her expression as well, but I don't know if it's because she's so good that she can be like, Oh, I can't believe I actually did that. Or if it was like that genuine, I haven't wrestled in a long time and I just did that. Hell yeah. 
I'm Either hoping way. it's the first one because mm-hmm. that makes it even better of just like she's that good of an actress that she oh, got that over. For, I'm giving yeah. her credit for the first one. That's what I'm yeah. saying it is. Uh, but I also but it's also because she was so believable. It easily could have been. Oh, that actually worked. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, this was a fu- this was a fun match. Um, it didn't overstate its welcome. I don't think it did what it needed to do. And it was a feel good moment for Edge and Beth Phoenix. And then the men's Royal Rumble match. <sighs> oh boy. Uh, this sucked, right? Oh, yeah. So what happened in the pre-show was I think somebody mentioned um, Big E. I think it was Big E. And Jerry Lawler made a comment, well, in the, the Rumble you have people like da-da-da and Brock Lesnar. And I remember saying that Lesnar was in the Rumble too, thinking that he was doing the same thing Charlotte was doing. Mm-hmm. And then you had to un like you had to correct me, and I was like, "No, Asa told me I was wrong." And then I was like, "Did Jerry Lawler make the same mistake I did?" And then I was like, "Did he just ruin that?" Because <laughs> I was like, "I bet the Rock's coming back." That was my big one. That was that was when I was telling Sadie, I was like, "The Rock's gonna come back. It'll be Rock and Roman at Mania, and like that's what's gonna happen." And then whenever the main or the finish to Lesnar and Lashley happened, I was like. Everything I said was wrong. I hope I'm right. I hope what I initially said was right. Because I would much rather say Rock and Roman, which isn't a sentence that you would hear me say too often. Um, once that happened, I knew it. the writing was all over the wall. Uh, yeah. It, once, we, once, Roman cost, once Roman cost Brock the match, I was like, oh, well. Here we are. Here we go. This is now a distinct possibility. I wasn't a hundred percent convinced it would. Uh, I wasn't a hundred percent convinced it would happen, but I absolutely was like oh, bracing myself for it. The second because, it, the second because, it happened, I knew it was going to happen because it didn't need to happen. There are a million different ways you can get to Roman versus Brock for the title without spoil, like without uh, dealing with the Royal Rumble. Uh, so it was a, it was a match. Um, we're going to get a little bit here in one of the news stories about part of the reason why this is arguably probably going to go down as one of, if not the worst Royal Rumbles that WWE has put on. There were next to no real surprises. Um, we knew Johnny Knoxville was going to be in the Rumble, which him actually getting eliminated by Sami Zayn was a ton of fun and kind of surprising, and it made me happy. You mean the new King of Strong Style? Oh yeah, Johnny Knoxville (laughs) got the. They're they're going to be showing that uh, those tape footage to the young lions over in New Japan how to lay in a forearm. I saw that and went, he fucking hit him, like, <laughs> like real goddamn hard. Which, I mean, if he's going to hit somebody, AJ's a good person to hit. Oh, like, yeah. AJ's a, that's, that's, you know, someone who could, he'd be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and so, uh, that happened, and I, again, I don't think AJ took any liberties with Knoxville after that, which, like, don't get me wrong, if AJ would have just cracked him one back, I'd have been, like, justified, because the, like, way that Knoxville <laughs> fucking, oh, because, like, I'd have been like, that would have pissed me off, because he got in there, it was, it was deep, it was a Snuck deep sp- forearm, oh, but then, uh, it's the whole thing of, I love AJ Styles so much, 
just unintentionally shit that happens around him is amazing. So he hits the forearm, AJ starts firing up on him, and he does that quick little slap-slap, like, leg-kick, gut-kick combo thing he does. And he was moving so fast that Knoxville didn't know what to sell. If you go mm-hmm. back and watch it, Knoxville is just a straight stander at that moment. There's no, like, <laughs> like no head movements or anything. He was just, he let AJ mess him up. And it was, it was an an- beautiful. It was an anime fight. So it was everything hit so fast, he didn't even realize he was hit until it was over. Oh, That's my God. Happened. That's actually I think, what happened. I think Knoxville was the best thing of the Rumble. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Because, like, Bad Bunny doing cool shit I knew was going to happen. Cause like, because uh, they tweeted he was there. Yeah, they, they tweeted said out that Bad he, yeah. Bunny was there. They spo- Again, it would have been, like, that would have been a cool little story of okay he did a musical performance at last year's rumble and that led into the stuff with miz and morrison and damian priest and then the wrestlemania match it's a shame it's a shame that the two people he wrestled one already had a match and one got fucking fired and then and then this year he comes in as an actual entrant in the royal rumble that would have been super cool and it still was and he still did some cool stuff but yeah, the fact that they tweeted he was there like totally undercut it. Yeah. Uh, um, I was I my hopes were up. My hopes were up when one and two were AJ and Nakamura. I was like, oh, we're in for here we go. Let's go. This is gonna be a good one. And then it was not. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, that. I do want to give credit to the one cool thing with um, Omas being eliminated the way they did that where oh, yeah. chad gable was kind of just like getting everybody else that was already in the ring like all six of them of just like <laughs> okay no we we need to stop this and get him out i don't and remember this is what we're gonna do and he sends da- he sacrifices damian priest essentially and then i think he- happy corbin with the line of the night what do we do now yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, like, Priest gets eliminated, and then all of them finally are able to, to dump out Omos, which someone on Reddit pointed out. I meant to go back and verify this, but I haven't. So, every year, it's the running joke of how is the Big Show not going to win the Royal Rumble? Who could possibly eliminate the Big Show? He's so big, there's no way he loses the Royal Rumble every single year. And every single year, only one person eliminates him. It's never, like, a big group effort. It is always just one person takes him out. Yeah. And then and then in Omas's first one, it is an actual like huge group of people having to work together. So they did a good job with that. Um and then the two other surprises, the first one being or not well not first chronologically, first we're going to mention cuz he's going to come up here in a little bit, uh Shane McMahon coming back, which initially I was like, "Okay, cool. That's fun. Uh we've he's entrant number 28." And there have really been no other surprises aside from Drew McIntyre, who WWE didn't spoil, but they did put out a release like, hey, guess what? He's not going to need neck surgery, which was great news. Yeah. Like, that would have been a news story on its own. Like, awesome. He's been dealing with a neck injury. Uh, surgery was on the table, but he didn't require it. And now, um, apparently, he is not 100%, but good enough to do, like, this. Yeah. So that was cool to see Drew. That was a genuine kind of like, oh, okay, sweet. Um, Because like I said, Bad Bunny was right before Shane, but they tweeted that one out already. And so it was like, okay, cool. Like, here's our our first surprise. And then number 30, Brock Lesnar coming out. And this says he was in the ring for two minutes and 32 seconds. 
had five eliminations to win the Royal Rumble, to go on to WrestleMania, to where he's already declared that he is going to face Roman Reigns, but he wants it to be a title versus title match. So the Elimination Chamber is, he's in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, yeah, overall, this was a rough show. Uh, the two world title matches, the Universal and the WWE Championship matches were good. The mixed tag was fun. But, and, and the Women's Rumble wasn't bad. Like, I, I'm not trying to say that the Women's Rumble was bad by any stretch, but the Men's Rumble was rough. so rough. And yeah. to me personally, Ronda winning the Women's Rumble knocks it down a few pegs in my enjoyment level retroactively. So, uh, let's see... So yeah, that was the Royal Rumble. What did you think? Are you happy with it? Were you were you thrilled with it? Let us know. Uh, in in I almost said in the comments, but we're not on YouTube. Uh, let us know. Tweet at us at nerdiest part. Let it, let us know what you thought. But now into uh, the news of the week. Now that Royal Rumble talk is over, uh, today was WWE's quarterly investor call, and they are more profitable than ever. What do you know? All those budget cuts really help in trim corners. You know what would help? They they could save even a little bit more money if they would just release Muhammad. Uh, I'm saying Muhammad Hassan, dear Lord, Mustafa Ali. Uh, WWE. This is from Fightful. Jeremy Lambert. WWE has announced record revenue for 2021 ahead of the company earning call on Thursday, February 3rd. WWE announced that the company generated 1.095 billion dollars. In revenue in 2021. Jesus. The company pulled $310.3 million in revenue for the fourth quarter of 2021. And then the actual investor call uh, involved... So just some highlights here. This is from uh, Shoot Interviews on Fightful. That doesn't sound like an actual person. That sounds like a segment. Oh, that threw me. Okay. Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, Stephanie McMahon, and Frank Riddick are on the call. Nick Khan says that 3.5 million paid subscribers of Peacock watched WWE content on the platform. Of course, worth noting, that doesn't mean that there are 3.5 million people who subscribe to Peacock just for WWE. That's just includes other people who already had Peacock. And then since WWE is a, available on there, they checked it out. Yeah, Still, some of, some of us numbers. just some of us have Peacock just for the office. Yep. Uh, Nick Khan touts the decision to run many of their big premium live events when other sports do not have major shows going, including the next Saudi Arabia show. Nick Khan says to look for more on international distribution rights in the not-too-distant future. We talked last week about uh, Disney Plus being the Indonesian uh, distributor for WWE. Nick Khan says that WWE isn't surprised by the consolidation within the gaming community, both big and small. They expect this to continue in other content and platforms. Let's go ahead and put a pin in that one. We are absolutely exploring the metaverse, Stephanie McMahon. Boo. Uh, Nick Khan says WWE feels just as good about the second day streaming rights for WWE Raw currently on Hulu as they did for their Raw, SmackDown, and Peacock deals. So let's circle back to Nick Khan says that WWE is not surprised by the consolidation within the gaming community both big and small, they expect this to continue in other content and platforms. He is obviously referring to Microsoft, Microsoft acqui uh, the Microsoft acquisition of Activision and Bl Activision Blizzard, as well as Sony acquiring Bungie uh, later this last week. Yeah. Expect this to continue in other content and platforms. 
Last week, I said that I would be surprised if WWE had not sold by 2025. I will not be surprised if WWE has sold by the end of the year. To me, that is his little, oh yeah, no, companies get bought out and, you know, all the time. That is him putting that out there. WWE is 100% for sale. They are not actively saying that WWE is for sale. They are not actively saying that they are looking for a buyer, but 100% someone is going to make them an offer and they are going to accept it. And I will be very surprised if it's not this year. Yeah. And like the issue of it, that is it's a shame that they're making money despite themselves. Cause like if they had to make a push to like, no, we're profitable. Look, look, look. And then they might actually put out like a good Royal rumble. Um, unfortunately they can give us what they're giving us and still make money make that's, more money than ever that's a bummer well that's because they released all those people they said there was budget cuts they saved I, millions you think with all that money they made they could afford insurance for their workers i don't i don't like that question no no like for not for real though you think with all that money they made you think like you think that would you think that cover one big well they don't have employees it's just, they have in, they have they don't have why would they employ independent or why would they insure independent contractors? You think that they could afford employees if they like use that all that money they made? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just I'm just asking a question. Asa, I this we're, we're supposed to like talk to each other. <laughs> I wish we had this recorded for video. He just threatened uh, me violently or threatened no, me physically. I no, I wouldn't. That, he that was going to backhand a hoe. That's what he was going to do. Well, is it thirty? Is it thirty rock that has the Kenneth is like I'm gonna have to show you the back of my hand, and the back of his hand has a sticky note that says "Please be nice to me." Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, man, that's what I did. It's oh, just my man. sticky note. My sticky note fell off. Um, Fuck WWE's business practices, man. Yeah, it's it sucks. That's yeah. like on the one hand, like it's hard to be happy for them because we know that like none of that is going towards the the people earning like, the money it's not yeah. going towards the people making them money you know we still don't have a new day or we still don't have up up down down pumping out regular content again yeah you know with, it's the, just, with the rumors of that being because no one was be getting paid for bringing in all that extra money for wwe like yeah Woods wasn't getting paid for that you know the the edit the production team was not getting like paid for that so that's why the, the channel is essentially on hiatus they put out every you know live streams every once in a while but that's about it I used to be really into like watching college football and college basketball until I think it was the John Oliver uh, special on it mm-hmm. where it's like, nah, like, yeah, they're getting a free education. Don't get me wrong. Somebody that has a bunch of student loans like I do, I could appreciate somebody getting that, but they're making them way more money than that. Like, does, um, does uh, Mustafa Ali make a lot of money? Yeah, probably. Does he make the money that he has made for WWE? Not even close. Not even close, and doesn't have nearly the amount of benefits he should for the amount of money he's made them now. And that's just that's just Ali. There's like the amount of money, like they have made millionaires. They've talked about that. They've made they some people are millionaires underneath their banner. I'm willing to say Roman Reigns has made them way more money than he'll ever see. Right. And it's one of those things like I can't watch college sports anymore for that kind of reason. Where I'm like, nah, these kids are getting paid like at most a hundred thousand dollars for four years worth of work. Uh, because of a college education. But they're making millions for the institution. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the same thing with WWE where I'm like, man, Roman Reigns makes them so much money. And I bet he is a wealthy man. 
But oh, yeah, no, like it's but it but it is just the you know the people on top that are getting the absolute bulk of it. Yeah. Again, I eat the rich is a joke phrase. No, sir. But seriously, seriously, I saw it on Twitter the other day. Like someone worded it really well. If we ate just one of them. I guarantee you, like, things probably switch over. The personal security business would double. And then if we could get Uh, those people on our side, oh. Yeah, so. But, yeah, no, uh, that's how I feel about the, or, can we talk about something else that isn't infuriating? Yeah, uh, no, because literally everything else is infuriating in the week. No, there's Uh one that's, like, kind of good. Actually, okay, yeah, you know what, let's jump to it. Uh, ROH has announced the first inductees into their Hall of Fame, uh, the Briscoes. Are That's... the first official inductees into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Uh, we will get our next uh, inductee on each Monday for the rest of the month. I was talking about Hardy, but that is really cool. Oh, no. See, to me, the Hardy one is also infuriating uh, uh, but for a different reason. It's But it has a happy ending, in my opinion. Yeah, ultimately. But like, yeah. if we're talking from a WWE end, it's infuriating. Oh, yeah. Uh, PWG streaming on high spots on a six-month delay. So that's actually kind of cool that you're going to get to watch PWG shows. It's just kind of a bummer that it's going to be six months behind. Um, Yeah. But that's also super cool. Uh, Let's see. Next major story, though. Shane McMahon potentially out of WWE. Uh, This is from uh, Wrestling Observer Online from Josh Nason. And it's a long article, but I think there is stuff in here. And then we'll supplement it with other reports and things like that. As quickly as he reappeared in WWE, Shane McMahon is now out of WWE. (laughs) Dave Meltzer reported the news Wednesday, confirming an earlier report by Ringside News. Meltzer said McMahon is, quote, out of the company, end quote, but it's unknown whether his talent deal was terminated or if the plans for him the next two months were simply dropped. After nearly a year away from in-ring action, the 52-year-old made his return in Saturday's, Saturday's men's Royal Rumble match, entering at number 28 and later eliminated by eventual winner Brock Lesnar. Following the Royal Rumble, Meltzer said on an episode of Wrestling Observer Radio that there was, quote, a lot of heat, end quote, on McMahon due to his booking of the men's Royal Rumble, a role which he has performed and helped with in the past. While Meltzer didn't have all the details at that time, he said McMahon had an idea of when the Rumble was going to be, and then a lot of that ended up being changed, which rubbed some people the wrong way. Matt Men's Andrew Zarian tweeted that specifically there were, quote, numerous changes, end quote, for what number Bad Bunny would be in the Rumble. This was a cause for concern, and people within WWE were upset. WWE doesn't want to come off negatively with such a major outside star, he wrote. Austin Theory effectively replaced McMahon in the Elimination Chamber match, earning his spot by winning a qualifier over Kevin Owens on Monday's Raw. Um, one of the things that we didn't really talk about on the Rumble review was that part of the reason this felt so lackluster is so much of the stuff that they had built up leading into the Rumble did not get paid off. Yeah, We had no interactions between either of the Mysterios, even though father and son multiple times either threw each other over the top rope or tried to do it over the top rope. Um, there was the street profits and Mysterios doing their stuff together, but none of that ever, none of it paid off. There really weren't any through lines in the weeks leading up to the rumble and things that actually happened in the rumble minus Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Like that's really the only thing that was set up and paid off. Uh, you could are, you could make the argument that McIntyre eliminating happy Corbin and mad cat Moss was a payoff, but his was a surprise return. That was more of a feel-good moment than, like, that wasn't the original plan, I'm willing to bet. 
yeah. because they didn't know when McIntyre was coming back. So, but part of that is apparently uh, laying on the shoulders of Shane McMahon. And I put this in a group chat, like WWE has a long standing system, systemic problem of not paying off and uh, stories and not doing long-term storytelling super well. And that just kind of got f- gas thrown on the fire when allegedly Shane comes in and changes up a bunch of stuff last minute. So he restructures the thing. He books himself to win a, a fight with Matt Riddle with those punches. And like, I've made it very clear my feelings on Riddle. But he shouldn't be getting outpunched, outstriked, outstruck by Shane McMahon. Like, that's just not a thing that should realistically happen. Um, there's a bunch of other reports from, like, Sean Ross Sapp and uh, other places, Mel- Meltzer, that apparently, like, Shane came in with just this huge attitude problem, this huge ego. He was very, very protective over his uh, his character, which is weird. Like, he was fine with putting over Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah, of, co- of course he was. Why does that need to be said? It's Brock and Lesnar. Because there might have been a second where he wasn't cool with it, and then he, like, saw Lesnar and was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> we're good <laughs> uh so yeah it was this one that's a bummer so like but i also kind of feel like it wouldn't be out of the question if shane was also kind of being used as a scapegoat in how bad the rumble was received but at the same time it's entirely possible that he was at fault um because apparently the, the part of the reason that both rumbles were kind of impacted the way that they were was because Triple H wasn't a part of it and TJ Wilson wasn't a part of the Women's Rumble. With there being reports that someone, like, they reached out to someone to make a return at the Rumble or to to appear at the Rumble. And when they found out Wilson wasn't going to be booking it, she said no. Like, that's because that's how beloved he is and respected. And when you look at, like, the matches that he has produced and they're friggin' bangers, like... Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. That's kind of weird. It's the whole thing of, I'm really bummed out that he uh, that Tyson Kidd doesn't get a wrestle anymore. But I'm happy that, A, he has quality of life, and two, he also is apparently like one of the best producers they have. Uh, also because they fired everybody else. But he's also just real damn good at his job. Well, uh, apparently he has not booked for them. He, like He has not been a producer for a couple weeks now. And there no it is. Really, and no one really knows what's going on, so... Um, oh, that's bring. Mm, let that person not be a producer anymore for you. I'm willing to say there's a lot of people at a different company that'd be like, he's available to produce some shit. There's a lot of people at every company that would look at his body of work and be like, money, take money, give. It's like when Tommy Dreamer was like, hey, William Regal, <laughs> show up, please. We'll have do something what, do, for you. <laughs> do literally whatever you want, and we will, and we will let you. Um, so yeah, it, this is, this is surprising, but also like not surprising. Yeah. But, uh, there's also, there was a confrontation with his, with Vince McMahon that got reported, uh, that, you know, he essentially was just like, he didn't want to do whatever he was supposed to do on raw. So Vince was just like, fine, we'll just drop the whole thing. So like I said, like, like that article says, we don't know if his like, talent contract has actually been terminated or if they have just scrapped whatever it was he was supposed to do between now and mania man i don't like my dad 
But I think if my dad, if I worked for my dad's company and my dad was like, hey, move this piece of paper from here to here, I don't think fuck you, dad, would come out of my mouth. I'm not saying he said fuck you, dad. Um, But if he did, that's awesome. Like, Shane's a lot cooler if he did, because that's what I've always wanted to say to my dad. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's the whole thing of just, like, dude, like, yeah, you are Shane McMahon, but you've never, like, did you think that that best in the world tournament was shoot? Like... (laughs) Like did that that went to your head that that definitely went there. I'm hoping that's not the case. Uh, I would like to think he knew that that was kind of the bit. Uh, Self awareness, sir, get it. Well, and the weird thing is, like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering. But like, have you ever heard stories like this about Shane? Because for the longest time, Shane was like the good McMahon. Like, okay, Linda's an insurrectionist. <laughs> Uh, Vince is e- like a cartoon evil. Stephanie is really more weird, but like the, the whole like taking credit for the women's evolution and yeah, stuff she like took that the is Jer- kind of shaky. She took the Jericho meme of Jericho invented it, but she like for real, like yeah. for realsies. But like Shane was always the cool one. Like he was, he was the cool uncle that shows up and it's like, okay, yeah. Like, and granted We've, we've had problems with him being, like, the way he was booked on television, but we never really had reason to believe that was his doing. But, like, even, like, I'm trying to think of, like, shoot interviews where people will crap on every member of the McMahons, but they don't, no one ever really craps on Shane. You know, in retrospect, I should have known I didn't like Shane whenever X-Pac put him over at WrestleMania. That should have been the linchpin for me saying, fuck this guy. <laughs> Because he, because he beat X Pac. Because he beat X Pac. He needed Triple H to do it. <gasps> it was all, man. Fuck that. Fuck WWE, you know man. No, I take it back. I, I take back what I said about them having a problem with long term storytelling. It was all. <laughs> it's all playing out. Shane and Triple H are going to start their own wrestling company, and it's going to be insane. It's weird that that might that like that could ultimately end up possibly happening. Um, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, so uh, as more as more information comes out of this or, you know, if we get an actual update on his contract status, we will keep you updated. But man, that is that is a wild story yeah. of him just showing up being like, nope, this all sucks. I want to do this. And it just kind of ruining the Royal Rumble and causing a giant like drop in backstage morale, apparently. But wild. He finally uh, did what he meant to do in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> the long con what was in the the lockbox is actually a note that just says i'm going to ruin the 2022 royal rumble it's like the uh, johnny carson bit of what's guesses the answer in the envelope and the or guesses the answers the question that's sealed in the envelope i'm blanking on the character's name karnak probably karnak yes thank you the oh, office yeah, Car- yeah it was no, the office well, that, well i mean it's referenced in the office and that's the only reason i would know it the uh, I always forget that it's Karnak because Karnak is an Inhuman in Marvel, mm-hmm. and that's where my brain always goes to. Anyway, uh, next story, also a bummer, because that's all we got. Uh, Brian Kendrick. I'm just gonna release this. I'm gonna read this as I have it written out because I just was slowly adding it <laughs> to the Google Doc as things happened. Brian Kendrick issued his release from WWE, set to appear on AEW the next day. Appearance canceled due to being a lunatic. Um, so fuck Brian Kendrick. Soundly and profoundly. Uh, it turns out, I knew he was a cra- I knew he was a huge conspiracy theory person. 
I knew that was a thing. He did the episode of the New Day podcast, and it was my least favorite episode of that. It made me think much less of Brian Kendrick when I found that out, because it's it's just like dumb conspiracy theory shit. But it was it was all like basic stuff. Yeah. Well, then it turns out he has previously made statements that are profoundly anti-Semitic, super upsetting. Uh, he's a Sandy Hook denier, which <laughs> he has that in common with a certain Royal Rumble winner. Part of the reason that really bogs that down for me. Um, and it it's just like, holy shit. So th- th- a video got brought up on Twitter which then kind of led to other people to people being like, what else has he said? And then they found the, the Holocaust denying stuff. So that came to light. And then Tony Khan tweeted out, we've been made aware of abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card. As we gather more information, we'll announce a replacement bout ASAP. Uh, absolutely the right call by Tony Khan. Uh, who does not have the best track record of employing people with very questionable beliefs, we'll say. But yeah, whenever it's that, you know, it's trending on Twitter, it's gaining that much momentum. Uh, it, it, you, you really can't have that. You, you cannot allow that. And then he went on, oh, I didn't have this pulled up. But it was his uh, Twitter, right? It was he, like he tweeted out a an apology that wasn't. It was an apology, but it he, did not make sense. Brian Kendrick tweeted out two things. I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I have caused with my words. These are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine. And I crossed the line. I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I am truly sorry for the pain I have caused. Now, here's the deal. These are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine. Then why in the ever-loving fuck would you ever say that Jewish people are harvesting organs of people who die in natural disasters? Why would you ever say that the Holocaust was blown out of proportion? No, fuck you. You did believe these things, and maybe you don't now. Maybe he doesn't believe them yeah, now. Yeah, because we Maybe talk- he has had a change of heart, but you don't get to apologize and lie in your apology. You yeah. don't. That completely invalidates what you said. Cause Go we were, fuck yourself. We were talking about it, and I was like, he was so close to having a good apology. He was so close. Almost to the point to where I would have felt bad. But then he said, these weren't my beliefs. I was like, motherfucker, you said it. You don't you don't get to unring that bell. Like that's not how that game works. Uh if he would have said I've said all these things, these are no longer my beliefs. I'd have been like, I mean, at least he owned up that they were messed up cuz he did own up so like the things he did right. He did own up that they were messed up and vile. Cool. Yeah. The second tweet, if that second tweet was almost perfect. It was the one sentence that ruined it. These were not my beliefs. No. Dude, they fucking were. That's why you thought. That's why you said them out loud. Yeah, and and just mini rant, and we'll move on because like this is why conspiracy theories are bullshit. Uh, the the whole flat Earth, the moon isn't real, whatever inane 
little like almost fun things to believe in, they are gateway. You reprogram your brain to reject reality. So it starts with, oh, well, actually, the earth isn't fl- the, the earth is flat. And eventually you can convince yourself that there's a sex, a pedophile ring being run out of a basement of a pizzeria that doesn't have a basement. And so then you bring a gun to free all these kids that aren't there because shit's not real. This is the exact kind of shit that leads into fascism. And like, this is how QAnon is a thing. This is how Trump is a thing. The anti-vax movement is a thing because of crazy conspiracy theory bullshit like this. It's not just asking questions. No, these questions have answers. They're not valid questions. Why is purple taste green? Like, no, that's, I'm asking questions. Yeah, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. You don't, it's not a valid question to ask. Yeah. So it's, I, it, it, it's infuriating and it actively makes the world a worse place. So, but moving on, good riddance, uh, genuinely hope that those are no longer his, his beliefs, but like, it also wouldn't surprise me in six months that he tweets out that, you know, it, oh, well, it's all a conspiracy from the Illuminati and the reptilian blah, yeah. blah, 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 bullshit. Uh, which again, neither of which exist. Again, uh, so and uh, we can end on this. Uh, that will happen if Tony Khan doesn't sign him. Better not sign him. Better not sign him. No, no, I'm uh, not. And again, I'm not saying he's going. No, no, to, no. I know, like, what you, even, I know what you mean. I, that is just my reaction to that. Is God? I hope we don't. Like we don't. If we never see Brian Kendrick again, fine. Yeah, because it's fine. it's one of those. Because like even in Tony Khan's thing, like his tweet, he was just like, "We will evaluate the situation and maybe at a later date." If that later date happens, I'm sure he'll be on his best fucking behavior. Like, I mean, he'll have to be. He did it. Someone posted on Twitter an interview he did with Lillian Garcia, where when he got brought back for the Cruiserweight Classic, uh, he was apparently listed as a yellow card. He was yellow carded because of things that he had said on social media before. And he's like, I said horrible things. And Lillian Garcia's like, about WWE? And he's like, yeah, about WWE. And also, like, consp- well, I'm not supposed to talk about conspiracy theories. <laughs> like, no, that's not a fun, jokey thing. Like, when you were talking about just outright racist, anti-Semitic bullshit. So, yeah. it's, no. Um, in, I'll give you half good, half obnoxious news because of, and if the obnoxious isn't the good news part, it's the way the company treated it. Uh, Matt Hardy did a live stream on his Twitch, where he confirmed that Jeff Hardy's drug tests all came back positive, or sorry, negative. all came back negative, 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 that he was clean, totally clean. My brain went to positive because, hey, it's good. There's nothing there. But that's not what happened. His drug tests came back negative. He was not on any sort of substance. Um, and he confirmed that WWE did try to re-sign Jeff Hardy, as well as tell him he would be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. And Jeff Hardy told them to kick rocks, which uh, one it's the, the 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 best takeaway from this is that Jeff Hardy is clean. Yeah, congratulations to Jeff Hardy. Um, I feel like we I, I should apologize because you know it was that like you know I hope that I want to believe him. I want to believe Matt, but you know there there is that doubt there. Um, so wrong yeah. doubt him. Same. Uh, you know, totally willing to to say that you know we should have had more faith in him. And congratulations. To Jeff on uh, being clean. Uh, the part that annoys me is how quickly they just, you know, as a company, you know, you would you would like to think they would stand behind someone. You know, I, I understand that their hands were kind of tied 
with the whole like, oh, he said no to rehab. But at the same time, like, did they, did they give tell him like, hey, go to rehab before they got the drug test results back? Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened, Asa, because they literally it all happened in the matter of two days. You can't yeah. get a like you can't get a drug. T- like, all right. So I have to do a drug test every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to let three days pass before I get the results of my drug test. And of course, it's always fucking clean. Um, but they like WWE isn't unless they have a guy, which man, that's a thought that I don't even want to get into. Um, if they have somebody that's just like, no, we can get the results really quick. You still shouldn't. The right answer was we are going to take you off TV for a month, take this drug test, and then we'll, we'll figure out what we need to do. Because if you watch that video there, I mean, it, it wasn't the most far fetched thing to believe in. Now, of course, Whenever he comes back, like that test comes back negative, then you're like, I would, again, if I was WWE, I'd be, I would be more worried if the test came back negative. Cause then we'd have some fucking shit that we needed explaining. Right. Cause so like, why did you just bail out of a match in the middle? Yeah. Why did you bail like, in the middle of a match? I, I'm, uh, I'm also sorry for doubting Jeff, but I do also want to know why he bailed out in the middle of that match. Like, so Matt Hardy actually kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, of apparently there were Jeff had some frustrations either with the company or with the match or something. So he just kind of bailed because that's a thing that Jeff does. He just said, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to do this. So I'm going to go do something that'll have, that I'll have fun with. Yeah. Um, so that, and which not, you know, great. Like it's obviously unprofessional. It's, it's not a great look, but at yeah. the same time, it wasn't because he was high. No. It was because it, he was annoyed. And wouldn't you know it, again, second time I'm going to reference it, all-time low backstage morale, allegedly, yeah. reportedly. So, um, I love I love everything about this story, Asa. I love that Jeff Hardy is clean. That's the best part. Yep, the like, biggest takeaway, the, best part. Um, this is a positive story for me, because this is the, putting your foot in your mouth and then having to suck on your own toes. Um, because, alright, Jeff Hardy's clean. Fuck. Like, that's WWE's first fuck moment. Because, again, it's not like there is a... There isn't a bludgeoning company that is slowly but surely whipping your shit in ratings. Um, And you just let probably one of the biggest names in the industry go right now. Like, one of the biggest, like, uh, legacy names. Um, Not saying that Jeff Hardy can be a main eventer somewhere. He very much can. But, like, that man has a name value. He is a household name. And you let him go because you thought he was high. Um, and and thinking, because you were that cocky, that's just like, well, he's going to fail a drug test, so da-da-da, he's going to be damaged goods. Dude's clean as a whistle. Uh, that's great. WWE fucked up. That's amazing. Um, and then just the head ca- like, I wish I could have been a fly in the wall of that phone call, uh, or at least that email of Johnny Ace trying to be like, so uh, we want you back on TV right away, and uh, we're going to put you in the Hall of Fame this year. Nah, I'm good. Uh, I want that exchange, and I want the company to realize that he is like two months away from a debuting at AEW. Because again, I know we say it every time there's a release, but Jeff Hardy is definitely fucking going to AEW. Uh I love I love everything about this story, eh? So this is a this is this is the best story of the week. Uh, I that's the Ronda Rousey story. What? So I, I I muted myself there while you were talking, but um, there right. I, I can't find it now. Um, why is this? 
this is so weird. Um, apparently there was a there was a report that. Boy, I hate that I cannot find this. Um, but there was a report that apparently Jeff Hardy is like the one person that now that he's gone, WWE is legitimately like concerned about. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Because oh shit! Oh they shit! Know, because they know he's going to AEW, and they're like, we. He was such a guaranteed draw. He was a guaranteed merch seller. He was a guaranteed money maker because they realized, well, fuck, now they're going to do the Hardy Boys and they're going to like it's going to be the Hardy Boys versus the Young Bucks versus FTR versus Jurassic Express. Versus and those matches are going to be Bros. good because they care about their tag division. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So um, honestly, at this point, like, yeah, congratulations to Jeff. Congrats on just the world's biggest W. Uh, I think I think WWE might have to change their logo now because he just owns that W. Uh, That's his now. Yeah, they they had to give that up. So the Swanton, the the W in that is now a capital W because he that's the one W he gets. Um, it's just in a, again, congrats to Matt because now he's gonna have something to do at AEW. Uh. Like, this is just... He's got the Hardy family office. Yeah, he sure does. He, just so, sold, he sold that off to Andrade. Like, he's making... It's big money. Matt is back, baby. Okay, so I said what I said. Anyway, uh, I'm just... I'm so happy. Uh, this is... Again, this is the best story of the week. We're going to talk about a game for, like, three minutes because we're well over time. Yeah, but we're like, not going to... Uh, but, like, we're, we're this rigid. was... This is the best thing ever because it's just the biggest... Like, I love when somebody fumbles the ball that hard because I didn't fumble the ball, so it doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, if yeah. I had fumbled the ball this hard, I'd have been like, we're never speaking of it again. Jeff Hardy's going to get a sponge from WWE history because they're going to be like, we're going to unperson him because we fucked up so hard. It, 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 is, it is very much like seeing your school bully step on a rake. Yeah. Just on his front yard. Um, so real quick, two things with the playing with ourselves segment, and then we are going to get out of here, uh, because I got a lot of fishing to do in Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. Um, give us an update. We're not going to read all of these stories, but give us an update on the Kane Ultimate. Um, uh, the it, WWE Ultimate Kane. If you bought the WWE Ultimate Kane, for one, congrats, it's a fucking cool figure, but there are some paint issues with it. The mask isn't an exact, like, there's an error with the mask where it makes kind of a check mark, uh, on the middle stripe. And um, the arm is not completely painted to be red. So if you bend the elbow, you actually see flesh tone. Um, Mattel, at first, they were not issuing replacement parts. Mattel will do that every once in a while. They were sending off either another action figure or um, giving you your money back for whatever you paid for it if you had a receipt. Uh, As of two days ago, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast said, get a hold of Mattel and ask for a replacement part. They have them. They will send them to you. You may just have to wait. So... I have it. I wanted the the correct part since I'm an out of box person. Um, I think I was. Uh, I messaged Mattel's like official Facebook. So put in Mattel, look for the blue check mark. That's who you want to message. Um, I think I had four uh, four or five messages back and forth, and it's because I messed up the number I was supposed to give them. Um, once I gave them all of that, they said, "All right, cool. Give us your name, address, email, and the price you paid for it." And I did all that, and they said, cool, uh, it's back-ordered until the 15th of March, but the second we have one and we can send it to you, we'll send it to you. I then got a confirmation email saying, hey, it's back-ordered, but we will get you your parts. Um, so we'll get corrected masks, we'll get a good arm. Uh, it's going to make a really good figure perfect, in my opinion, because then there won't, like, the Kane Ultimate is damn near perfect, except for that one flaw. 
Uh, even the mask not being 100% didn't bother me that much. Um, but I'm happy that they're correcting it. And they're correct. Like, I'm not paying extra for this. Uh, I will counter, I will dispute your perfect claim with the fact that they did not give us a fire effect. Like, let me put, like, clip something onto his arm that's like a flame effect. That would be cool. That would I, make it perfect. I can do that because I have fire yeah. effects in my bins, but. That's not, oh my God. Are you, I, this is why we will never record in person. Like, even though I want to, like, even though I've told you the idea that, like, I want this to grow to, I'm not going to be able to do it because I will want to fight you. Yeah, because that's, that's like three times. It's a good thing they did with me what they did at CCW, eh? God. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. You just wait. You're going to be happy if we never release commentary. If you don't get it. It's going to be, it's going to be you, you and Trendle both are going to be like, you know what? I don't need to hear these, uh, what he has to say about us. Uh, and then the last thing that I wanted to spend a lot more time talking about, and maybe we'll get more news and we'll talk about it next week. Um, we did get the first, uh, I don't remember what they called it. It was like 16 minute deep dive into WWE 2K22 ringside report. We got the first ringside report. Um, and this included nine minutes of gameplay. Uh, it was Rey Mysterio versus Damian Priest. And I'm going to be honest. So I watched it today and I am not impressed even remotely. I uh, am. The, char- the character models look fine. Uh, they don't, they, it looks like what a next gen WWE game should look like. Um, the ha- Damian Priest's hair is, the hair is still weird. Um, the entrance, the, the, so before you get to the actual gameplay, they showed some clips from the entrances and there is a split second where it looks like Damian Priest's jacket actually like is falling. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Um, I'll send you the video so you can see. Oh, what no, I'm I've seen, about. I know what you're talking about, but it, it looks like it's just out of nowhere. Everything just like shifts like for no reason. Yeah. Um, you're still getting really bad clipping with the ropes. Uh, the rope collision, which again, I don't know really how they fix that, but like it is noticeable and weird. Um, the the counting for the pinfalls is real slow. Like it's one, two, three. Like it's a five count. Uh, I just, I was not, this did not inspire a lot of confidence in me personally. Um, them talking about, and I didn't really understand how they were talking about like the reversals and the counters and so things like that but um basically so uh, the opposite of you somebody that's played a lot more of the games than you have like Mm -hmm. i personally am very optimistic about this gameplay reveal um i do like that there's no more reversal counters they were absolutely right with the previous games if you were able to get like if you took drew gulak or a tj uh kid and you could pretty much beat anybody in that game because you would probably have one more reversal than them and you would just play the waiting game and then you could spam them, and then once they were out of reversal, just ruin their day. Um, now it's more—it's a lot more skill-based, and I'm a big fan of that. It looks more like a fighting game than anything, and I'm not completely opposed to that. Um, there were a few things that were like, that, just because we've been doing wrestling simulation for almost 10 years, um, it looks like they're doing a different rehaul of it. It's still going to be simulation, but it looks like there's going to be a lot more um, simplicities to it, and I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I like the way everything looks. I am a big fan that they at least made it. They were transparent about it. They did show us flaws. Hopefully they didn't hide too many flaws. I, there are people that have played the game. There's been like reviewers and influencers that have played the game. And they, as of right now, all seem very optimistic. They can't show or really talk too much about it. 
but they've all been like, it's a good step. And honestly, after 2K20, I will take a good step. Um, See, but to me, no. Like, this needs to be leaps and bounds better. A good step is not enough with how bad 2K20 was. And again, I'll take a good step mainly because if it's better than 2K19, they did something right. Uh, Because if it's if it's on par with 2K19, they're they're good. Uh, I'm gonna buy it. Uh, there's enough on the bone that makes me want to play it. I like the showcases, Rey Mysterio. Um, hopefully, they haven't shown it, but I really hope we get Halloween Havoc and the Phantom Suit. Uh, we they haven't I feel shown like they that. Have yet. to. I feel like they have to because they did Eddie Guerrero and Rey at WrestleMania 21, and I'm like, all right, cool, but like, give us Halloween Havoc because like that would be that would be really cool. There, there's a lot still to be shown. In um, fairness, in fairness, though, to them. Uh, if you're doing a Rey Mysterio career highlight, like 45% of that is going to be with Eddie. Yeah. In some capacity. Like there is, this may as well be Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. And again, I would be all on board for that. Oh yeah. Uh, No, I just, between like, I've seen people talk about like, there's a lot of missing modes or the stuff that just maybe it hasn't been revealed yet, but like, and I get it, like, absolutely focus on making sure the game functions. Like, that should be the priority. But at the same time, like, if if this is the foundation year, and then, oh, hey, remember, what was what was the year where it was like, oh, hey, you can have, you can create women wrestlers now. 2K16. Yeah, where it's just like, that should have never left. Like, what is wrong with you guys? Um, I feel like we're going to end up, in, like, a 2K22 versus like a 2k23 if we get a 2k23 or when that hits since 22 got re- delayed all the way into march of this year yeah you know what kind of turnaround are they going to have like do, do you, you th- think there's do you think it'll hit differently all right well if you want to follow the show <laughs> got him twitter.com slash nerdiest part follow me twitter.com slash the five star man follow dalton for whatever god awful reason at twitter.com slash pz85 d anthony uh again check out our episode with greg miller uh that show is up and you might as well just mute your mic you got nothing else to add to this other than little chuckles and teehees like a child um yeah that's it um if you're being impacted by the storm stay safe be careful uh stay warm thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for checking out the don't laugh at the people dalton thank you so much for checking out the interview with greg anybody who watched that live um but thank you for all your support we appreciate you y'all mean the world to us